Hi, this is Steve Wood with a special announcement to our Luke 21 listeners. Starting in 2024, we're going to have dual formats of Luke 21. If you like the audio, each episode will be available just as has been for the past several years. But I'd like to invite you to try out our new Luke 21 video format on YouTube starting Thursday, January 4th. And I think the video format will take your learning about biblical prophecy to a new level. So give us a try. Join us January 4th on YouTube. Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. Thank you for joining us. We are nearing the end of a seven-year pilgrimage of studying all types of scriptures, mining out passages dealing with biblical prophecy. And starting in January 2024, we are going to expand our offerings on Luke 21. We'll still have our audio like we've had for the past seven years. But in addition, we're going to have an optional YouTube format, video format, that will be on several different types of uh, video providers. And then in addition, we'll be creating in January, not necessarily January 1st, but maybe by mid-January, a Luke21.com website with all kinds of information and links and resources and diagrams for you. Now, the question is, what what scriptures are you going to cover once you start the new seven-year series? Well, we're going to go back to where we began in 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, Probably there's more prophecy per page in First and Second Thessalonians, excuse me, than any other passage of the Bible. And you say, well, did you cover that before? Yes, we did. But there's a couple of things to remember. First is, uh, I like studying biblical prophecy, and I kind of study it nonstop, to be honest with you. So I've learned a few things in the past seven years about First and Second Thessalonians. I'm kind of excited about sharing those with you. And then secondly, most important for you, even if you went through our whole series of past seven years together, when I started First and Second Thessalonians, there's all kinds of other scriptures that really bear on those passages to really have a proper or at least a deep understanding of them. So it's kind of like a cross-reference. The more you know about biblical prophecy, you'll be able to apply this to a particular passage. And when we started First and Second Thessalonians, it was bare, so to speak, because we didn't study Revelation. You need really Revelation for understanding some of the things talked about in First and Second Thessalonians. You need the things talked about in the Gospels. You need to talk about the Old Testament prophet Daniel and Ezekiel, and then you need to know some things about early Genesis. And all of those things you want to build together, and then you'll start to get a picture, a very clear picture, and hopefully a deep picture of biblical prophecy. But what we want to do as we're kind of winding things up, this is kind of a second part to looking at Ezekiel's influence on the book of Revelation. It's very profound. And there are three books, three prophets in the Old Testament that are very key 
for understanding the book of Revelation. The one mentioned most often is Isaiah. And one of the reasons, Isaiah is a very long book, and so you have a lot of references to Isaiah embedded in the book of Revelation. The second most frequent book cited in the book of Revelation is Ezekiel. And Ezekiel, if you looked at our previous episode, had a profound impact on a very structural outline of the book of Revelation, how the content develops, how the words literally used in the book of Revelation should be properly understood, not necessarily with a newspaper and the latest news or the latest private revelation, but the latest scripture from Ezekiel and Isaiah, and then also the prophet Daniel, and Daniel's very influence in the book of Revelation. And just to kind of um, warm us up, so to speak, there's a passage from Sirach chapter 39, and the first verse, maybe a little bit of verse 2, that kind of summarizes what we're trying to do in Luke 21, and specifically pointing to the other scriptures, especially the Old Testament prophets, for understanding a book like the book of Revelation. It says this, on the other hand, He who devotes himself to the study of the law of the Most High will seek out the wisdom of all the ancients and will be concerned with prophecies. He will preserve the discourse or the teachings of notable men. And so that's what we're doing today. That's what we have done for the past seven years is try to dig from other scriptures to understand the passage of biblical prophecy we're studying. But not only that, because notable men and and the ancient, the wisdom of ancients also includes the church fathers, papal teachings, and things like that. And again, you just don't take a private revelation, stir it up with some um, current events and maybe a couple of verses out of context without the proper understanding of the wider scriptures that bear on that. Uh, It's so easy to go off course in your understanding of prophecy. And so we want to root ourselves in Ezekiel, understanding Ezekiel's influence on the book of Revelation. Now, I read a very interesting book. It was a long book, and it was a rather challenging book. And thanks to the Greenville Library System, for $2, I got a Ph.D. thesis from a Catholic priest, Father Jean-Pierre Ruiz, who wrote his thesis now in a book called Ezekiel in the Apocalypse. And it focuses on particularly Ezekiel's influence on those last chapters of the book of Revelation, where there's such a wide diversity of opinion. And this this is a challenging book. I don't recommend you get it from your library system because it's loaded with original languages and everything, and plus it's 634 pages. But Father Jean-Pierre Ruiz, in his book, Ezekiel in the Apocalypse, shows that this man is a genuine genius. Now, my definition of a genius isn't somebody who could write a 643-page book with Greek and Hebrew and all kinds of references and other scholarly things. That's somebody who's very smart. Somebody who's a genius can take all of that knowledge and then synthesize it and make it understandable for the average person. And what Father Jean-Pierre Ruiz, by the way, he's the 
past president of the Catholic Hispanic theologians in the United States. He took his 634-page book and put it into one sentence. And to me, that is a stroke of genius, and I'm going to give it to you. And what he is going to share with you, or I'm going to share with you from him, is missing in so many popular expositions of Ezekiel and Revelation. But here's what he said. John swallowed Ezekiel's scroll in order to write his own. Say it one more time. John swallowed Ezekiel's scroll in order to write his own. Now, in Ezekiel chapter 2, if you want to understand Ezekiel, is that God gave him a scroll with writing on it. And God said to Ezekiel, son of man, eat what is offered to you. Eat this scroll. And what God was saying is to deeply digest these words, which you are to use in your prophetic book, which we now know as the book of Ezekiel. This isn't some superficial speech. This isn't downloading an outline from the internet or having AI write a little um, summary of the book of Ezekiel or something like that. No, this is something deeply, deeply internalized. And I would just share with you now that you can get a good audio Bible, like I use the ESV translation audio Bible, and we're coming up on First and Second Thessalonians, I would advocate if you really want to be like St. John and Ezekiel, then listen to 10 or 20 times First and Second Thessalonians before, during, and after we go through it. That's what it means to eat, to internalize it, to really make it your own. And then the same thing happens, and this is the self-identity, not only of Ezekiel, but for St. John. And St. John, we have a voice from heaven calling him in Revelation chapter 10. And then there's an angel gave me a little scroll. That little scroll we now call the book of Revelation, okay? Now, back to Father Ruiz's summary. John swallowed Ezekiel's scroll. And if you look at the previous episode, the similarities and parallelisms between Ezekiel and Revelation are profound. Anybody who tries to interpret either book without looking at these both together and explaining how they fit together and explaining how they differ. Because Father Ruiz didn't say John swallowed Ezekiel's scroll and just wrote a summary of it or said the same thing. No, he swallowed Ezekiel's scroll, internalized Ezekiel, and then he wrote something different, yet very similar. And I've written this down in four or five ways. Some of these are from Father Jean-Pierre Ruiz, and I don't know where I got the other ones, but I'm just going to give you multiple expressions. John is not writing a book summarizing Ezekiel. He's writing his own apocalypse built upon the foundation of Ezekiel. But Revelation is not just a commentary on Ezekiel. Revelation is inspired by Ezekiel, 
but it is a universal apocalypse. Revelation is a universalism of Ezekiel. Ezekiel focused on Israel. St. John focuses worldwide. And this is a using 25-cent words, but from particularism in Ezekiel to universalism in Revelation. And so this is the similarities, profound similarities, which was our previous episode, and yet differences. And the difference is Ezekiel focuses on Israel and John focuses on the world. Now, how do I know that? Well, besides spending a lot of time over the past year and a half trying to put this puzzle together, I can share with you two verses. Going back to Ezekiel chapter 2 and verse 4, God, speaking to Ezekiel, he said to me, Son of man, go, get you to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. His words were on the scroll that Ezekiel was to eat and digest it, make it a part of you. And then he said, go and give that prophetic message to the house of Israel, okay? You go to Revelation 10, it's the same thing. And this really happened, okay? The angel, which I believe is the angel of the Lord, was actually Christ, had the little scroll now for St. John. Same thing, eat the scroll, okay? But now in verse 11 of Revelation 10, we have the difference between Ezekiel and Revelation where he says, and I was told, you must again prophesy about many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. That means the whole world. So Ezekiel and Revelation, they're grown out of the same soil, so to speak. John is highly dependent upon Ezekiel, but Ezekiel's message, his scroll was for the house of Israel And that same message now in the new covenant, the big surprise, Jesus didn't come just for Israel. He came for the whole world. And that's the message of the book of Revelation. You've been listening to Luke 21. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and I sure hope you'll join us in 2024. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.